Welcome to the Unstoppable Moms Health and Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Breen, and here we bring busy mamas like you seriously effective tips for balancing a healthy lifestyle with real life chaos. The chaos of raising tiny humans while still trying to have those magical moments to yourself. Not to mention your partner, your job, your social life, and all the things. If you're looking for the how-to for creating a healthy lifestyle for your family, actionable tips for losing weight in a healthy way, aka no diets and no sketchy pills that just make you run to the bathroom, and finding wellness without the overwhelm, welcome mama, you are in the right place. there. How is your week going? Right before I hit record for this, I kept yawning like 600. Now I have to yawn again, of course. So like when you talk about it, then you have to yawn. But right before I hit record, I kept yawning because it's been a little bit tiring on my end. Anyways, let's get down to today's episode. I will try and get through it without yawning 900 times or you know what? I will just edit those out. But today's episode is about healthy eating myths. Now, this could be a lengthy episode because there are a lot of healthy eating myths and claims out there. I mean, just think of every single diet you've ever heard of. No one is promoting them going, yeah, no, this is, it's totally unhealthy. Like you will definitely cause anxiety with food, if not a full-blown eating disorder. Also, you'll totally be missing out on a variety of nutrients your body needs, but hey, You can eat when you've lost weight, right, girl? Unfortunately, no one is promoting diets like that, which would make them so much more transparent. But for the sake of time and honestly sanity, these myths are more so about our thoughts and mindset when it comes to healthy eating versus very specific claims. So first thing, and this isn't a myth, but something I do want to point out to you, I want you to ask yourself, do I believe what people tell me about food? And you probably do to some extent, of course. Like, if I'm talking to a registered dietitian who I know is a good RD, then yes, I'm going to believe that what they're telling me is fact, unless it's something that's really out there, really out of left field. But there's a huge, massive gap between respected RD and your neighbor Darla or someone on Instagram promoting yet another bullshit MLM wellness product. So where is that discerned for you? Advertisements and smooth talking can be very convincing as we know, or seeing the draw of the results can be so tempting, but that doesn't make it healthy. That doesn't make it true. And also people lie, people lie. So I just want to bring some attention to that so that the next time someone is telling you anything about food or health, you can question whether you should believe this person or not, or believe this fact. Even if they're a person that you generally trust, like your mom or something like that, hey, you may trust her with everything, but she might not be the best resource for information regarding food and health. Okay, so myth number one about eating healthy. You have to eat perfectly healthy. It's only foods you've determined are healthy, and if you eat anything outside that box, you're unhealthy. It's basically that all or nothing mindset. When you eat this way, you're categorizing food into good and bad or permissible and off limits. Healthy eating is not only eating foods that fit into that good or permissible category for you. That's restriction, which we know 
ends up majorly backfiring. And that leads me to myth number two. Healthy eating should be uncomfortable. We believe if we're eating healthy, we should not enjoy it. It's a chore. It's laborious. It's painstaking. It's complicated. It requires huge amounts of determination and self-control. Healthy eating is something you basically have to suck it up and trudge your way through if you want to lose weight or whatever your intention may be. (laughs) That is exhausting. No wonder overeating or feeling like you have no control can happen when you keep piling this weight on your shoulders in terms of your eating and finally you crack and you can't take the pressure you're placing on yourself anymore. And that goes for myth number one too. When you restrict, 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 going through that constant internal battle of wanting but it's not allowed. I want it but I can't have it. No one can do that forever. Eating healthy does not have to be uncomfortable or complicated or painstaking or any of the above. Myth number three, there is only one right way of healthy eating. And furthermore, there is one right way of healthy eating and you absolutely must stick to that. Listen, y'all, there is no magic eating schedule that is the secret. You do not need to eat six small meals a day. You do not need to follow an intermittent fasting schedule. There is also no one diet that is superior and eating these and only these foods will make you the epitome of health. There just isn't because the right way of eating healthy is what that means to you and what your preferences are and what will work for your life. When we fall into this belief that there is only one right way of eating, whether it's the schedule, the food, or both, that's when we get stressed and anxious over anything that throws us off. I mean, are you really going to carry a huge cooler bag around with you while you're on vacation just so that you can stick to eating your six meals a day? Or are you really not going to get anything to eat or drink when you're out for girls night because it doesn't fit into your eating versus fasting window? What is healthy is being able to find flexibility and peace with eating and knowing that there is not just one right way. You can eat in a massive variety of ways and still be healthy. Myth number four, you have to follow a plan. Okay, this one is a bit twofold. So first, believing you have to follow a plan created by someone else. This relates back to what we just talked about, that there is one right way of eating, someone has that plan, and you have to follow it. We know this isn't true, right? We just covered that. You do not have to purchase any plan from anyone, even if it's a plan created specifically for you by your dietitian, aka someone reputable with the right qualifications. If working with a dietitian and working with them to create a plan would make you more comfortable, sure, go for it. But my point is you don't have to. And we believe that we have to follow a plan. And we believe that we can't create our own plan, so we have to purchase it from somebody else. Second part of myth number four, you don't have to create your own plan and stick to it. Now, just to be transparent here, I don't follow a plan 
and I don't create one for my day, but I am a fan of creating your own daily plan for certain situations. And by plan, I mean planning out the morning of what you're going to eat that day. I find this to be helpful when you are wanting to make changes to your nutrition as it can help break down some of the overwhelm and confusion. It allows you to see how certain foods may make you feel, especially as you might be adding in some newer foods or taking out certain foods. You can see how you're feeling about those. And for some, it can really help with the decision fatigue or anxiety around making choices about food in the moment because you already made that choice for yourself. You already created a plan so you don't have to worry about it. It can also help bring awareness to certain eating habits. So, you know, even if you have a plan and you're like, yeah, I ate this for breakfast, this for lunch, this for dinner, in your head, when you're planning your day, you might be thinking, yeah, I don't really snack that much. And it might just help bring awareness to the fact that maybe you snack more than you think that you do. In certain situations, or for getting more insight about yourself or your eating habits, a plan can be really helpful. However, you absolutely do not have to plan your food in order to eat healthy. And I stress this next point here so much. Only plan if... If you can plan for real life and reality, if you're only putting egg whites, salad, and grilled chicken on your plan every day and by 10 a.m. every day saying, screw this and eating whatever you can get your hands on first, planning isn't for you. Or we need to do some work on creating a better plan that you actually like because yes, You should like your plan. But the point of number four, following a plan is absolutely zero requirement for eating healthy. Myth number five, final myth, and I'm just going to group these all together. Healthy eating requires one or more of the following. Time, money, knowledge. It absolutely does not. Believing that you have to have more of one or all of these three things is not true. If you think right now you want to start eating healthier, you have the knowledge to do that right now. More knowledge is obviously never a bad thing. And I think having even a trivial amount of knowledge about basic nutrition facts is valuable. However, it's not a requirement. The diet culture industry does a stellar job at making you believe You don't have the knowledge and ability to know how to eat. And therefore, you need a meal plan created by someone else telling you when, what, and how much to eat. No, you do not need to buy another meal plan. We just covered that, right? You have the knowledge. As far as time, I'm not even going to argue with you on this one. First off, why do you think that you need more time? Time to go grocery shopping? Because you probably already do that time to look up recipes, time to read more or learn about nutrition. Okay, you don't have to do that all at once. Do it in five-minute portions. Like You're on your phone in during the day anyways. I'm not saying that you're spending hours on it, but there are times in the day when you are on your phone. So just take five minutes off of social media and instead, you know, learn something reputable about nutrition or you could even do it on social media just make sure oh please for the love of god make sure it's from a reliable source someone who 
knows what they're talking about and has the credentials to back it up. Still with more time, do you think you need time to cook? Healthy eating also doesn't have to require cooking or more time cooking than you're already spending, which is another myth right there, honestly. And again, this boils down to believing this myth that healthy eating has to be perfect or you're doing it wrong. People in companies will tell you that in order to sell you their perfect way of eating. Eating healthy is whatever you want it to be, whatever it means to you. It's subjective. Does that make eating nothing but pizza and ice cream healthy? No. So don't take what I'm saying and make it ridiculous. Sorry, that was a that was a little bit snippy there. I'm in a bit of a snippy mood this morning, sorry. But eating healthy or eating healthier than currently, for some, it might be getting fast food, but ordering grilled chicken instead of fried. And for some, it's not eating fast food at all. And final note about time. If you think you need more time, you're the one that has to look honestly at your day or week or weekend and how you spend your time and see where you can find it if you think that you need more time. No one else can do that for you. And you have to be honest about how you spend your time, which can sometimes be difficult and hard to face. As far as money and believing that we need more money in order to eat healthy, healthy eating doesn't require buying ridiculously expensive ingredients. Things like fresh fish, yes, I will absolutely admit that that can definitely get expensive. And the stores that you're shopping at can have very big price differences because, I mean, there is Walmart and then there's Whole Foods and there is some disparity in there, right? But there are also so many options out there, not in stores, you know, I obviously don't know what's in your area, but in terms of what is healthy to eat. Like we've covered, you don't have to follow a certain plan. So if someone is telling you that you should be eating fish three times a week or whatever, you don't have to eat fish three times a week. Maybe it's in that person's budget and it's not in yours. That's okay because there are a ton of options out there. Think about buying in season. Frozen and canned options are perfectly acceptable. We tend to hate on them for whatever reason, like they don't deserve it. They are perfectly acceptable. In last week's episode with Laura Fuentes, she gave some tips about meals on a budget and with time. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I'm not going to repeat everything that she said and all the tips that she gave, but I would highly recommend listening to it. And that was last week's episode. So only one episode back and that's number 56. Okay, that wraps up this episode here today. Really, just start noticing what you believe about food, what you believe about eating habits, and what is, you know, quote unquote healthy. So of these five healthy eating myths, do you believe any of these? Let me know. Also, last note, I realize I have not yet, (laughs) this is kind of embarrassing, I realize I have not yet redone my outro for this show. And on it, I say my Instagram is Unstoppable Moms Fitness. I changed my Instagram name when I changed the business name. So now it's at Caroline Breen Wellness is my Instagram name. So I definitely need to update the outro ASAP. But find, follow, connect with me on Instagram at Caroline Breen Wellness. I'll talk to you next week. Love that episode and can't wait for more? Hit the subscribe button so you never miss a show. There's new episodes every Tuesday, but in the meantime, why not come on over and say hey on social? 
You can find me on the gram, and I say the gram because, you know, I'm a cool mom. You can find me on the gram at Unstoppable Moms Fitness. I'll talk to you next week.